Welcome to the Weight Solutions for Physicians podcast, the podcast that helps you find solutions for your weight concerns that will last a lifetime. You've got this. This podcast contains general educational information on weight loss for physicians. I am not providing medical advice and listening to this podcast does not create a physician-patient relationship. This podcast does not replace the need for consultation with a licensed professional and no information should be relied upon unless you have obtained specific advice or treatment from myself or another physician. Please review the terms and conditions located at www.weightsolutionsforphysicians.ca before continuing. Welcome to episode 174 of the Weight Solutions for Physicians podcast. I'm your host, Siobhan Key. How are you doing today? Thank you so much for listening to the podcast. I am sending this to you from isolation as I have COVID. I drew the short straw this week and developed symptoms of COVID. So I'm isolating in my basement, which happens to work out well for the podcast because this is where I record my podcasts anyways. And so I've got some time. I'm going to keep this episode somewhat short because I'm not sure how long my voice is actually going to hold out. But if any of you are wondering, I am doing physically okay. The first couple of days were rough, but I am feeling better. And it's more just dealing with the isolation piece of it as I wait to get through my five days of isolation so I can rejoin the family. So far, nobody else in the family has symptoms, which I'm really happy for. It's an interesting experience to be going through. And I'm just grateful that. I'm going through this after I've had the opportunity to have all three of my vaccines, as I know it probably would have been a really different experience had I gotten COVID earlier on. And I know a lot of you have experienced it without the opportunity of having your vaccines done and stuff like that. So my thoughts are definitely with you because I can imagine that was probably really difficult. Okay, today what I want to talk to you about is believing in trust. I've been recording some content for Stress Eating SOS for my physician members in that program. We're doing a program right now called Lose 10 Pounds in 30 Days because this is a goal that I've actually set for myself and have been working hard on over the past couple of weeks now so far for myself. And one of the big pieces of setting a big goal and aiming for it is believing that it actually is possible. But this is a piece of anything in weight loss. This is a huge piece of managing stress or binge eating. It's the believing in yourself that it is possible. And so I've been talking a lot about belief and trust inside the Lose 10 Pound program that I'm creating for my members, but I thought it would be a useful conversation to have with you guys, my podcast listeners as well, because they're so core. The concept of believing is so important to me and I and I believe so strongly in believing <laughs> that I actually I had custom mugs made up for my fellowship members those are my members who are continuing on after stressing SOS I have a monthly program that you have the option of joining so you can keep going and keep working on big goals with all the amazing support that's inside Stress Eating SOS. So last year I had some custom mugs made up as a bonus when people signed up for the fellowship and they, I have on them one word and it's believe because I honestly believe, I know I'm using that word a lot in this episode, that if you can just hold belief, if in all those moments where you're struggling with a choice or 
even in the moments where you feel like you've fallen down, you feel like you messed up, you feel like you've been overeating or you've regained some weight or whatever it is that your brain's wanting to throw at you about how you might not be able to do what you're working on doing, if you can just choose to believe, that changes everything. Believing that it's possible makes it so you keep going. And belief and trust, I think, are the two core skills in reaching anything in our lives, any major goal or major accomplishment. And yet, these are the two biggest skills that have been eroded through the years of diet culture. So as a woman growing up in North America with diet culture messaging from a very young age, Believing that I could manage my own weight easily was completely eroded. Trusting myself around food was also completely eroded. And I just want you to think for yourself on, is that true for you too? How much time do you spend believing in what you're working on for yourself? How much time do you spend trusting yourself around your food decisions, trusting yourself around your goals? How much time do you spend believing that you can reach your goal, you can lose weight, you can keep it off, and you can actually feel good while it's happening? My guess is going to be for a lot of you, not a lot of time. And that's because the default, our brains always default towards the negative. But in this setting, when it comes to weight, what the negative is, is telling ourselves we can't do it. Pulling from our past of weight loss experiences to tell ourselves that that's going to just happen again. Telling ourselves we shouldn't be trusted around food, that certain foods exert more pull over us than what we can handle. And when you think through each of those things, if I start weight loss, if I start reaching for a big goal, telling myself I'm probably not going to be able to do it, telling myself that last year when I tried, I wasn't successful. If I'm trying to make healthy food choices to get to that goal and I tell myself I can't be trusted in certain food situations. What's the outcome of those default beliefs going to be? I can tell you, it's going to be that you're probably not going to keep going to your goal. You're probably going to notice that there's self-sabotaging things that come in that stop you from reaching your goal because you don't actually believe you can do it. If you tell yourself you can't be trusted in certain food situations, guess what? When you encounter those situations, you probably are going to overeat. Because how we think become self-fulfilling prophecies. How we think influences our actions by changing how we feel about what we're doing. So in order to reach big goals, you need to believe in yourself. You need to believe in the goal and you need to trust yourself. Now I can hear a lot of you guys thinking, I can't believe in myself. I don't know how to trust myself. Like it's so eroded to that point that I know this can be really hard. And that's why I wanted to record a podcast episode about it for you. It is totally fine if it feels really hard. It's totally fine if you have no evidence that you feel you can believe in yourself. It is totally fine if you feel you have mountains of evidence about how you can't trust yourself around food. That's all okay. But it doesn't mean that we need to stay there. And it doesn't mean that staying there is the right place to be. If you don't have evidence that you can do this, that you can reach for these goals that you're working on, that you can lose weight and keep it off, totally fine. But what we need to acknowledge is that the way we're going to get to those things that you haven't done yet is by taking a different path, 
doing things you haven't done yet. Because what you've been doing so far, which again, if you've been raised in our diet culture, is probably trying to lose weight while you're not believing that you actually can do it and being very judgmental of yourself while you're trying and not trusting yourself around the food. If that's how you're approaching it, it's gotten you this far. Now we need to change how you're approaching it to get the next weight. Doesn't mean you've done it wrong in the past. You did it the best way that you knew how. Now what I'm suggesting is you can modify and refine that and find a bit of a better way. Find a way that might work better for you, might get you further for what you're working on. Again, always with compassion. Never beating yourself up about this. It's all normal. But just pursuing the idea that believing in yourself and in your goal and trusting yourself in your food decisions could be the two most important things to actually get you to lose weight and keep it off, to have you have peace around food where you don't have to fear different food environments, those two skills could drive so much change in your life. And I love them because they're not directly about food. Deciding to believe in yourself doesn't take willpower. It takes practice. It takes changing some programming that's in your brain that tells us we shouldn't just blindly believe in ourselves. Deciding to trust yourself doesn't take willpower. Again, it takes choosing to disengage with the thoughts of just want to show you evidence about the times you've overeaten in the past and how you maybe shouldn't trust yourself. But the two together aren't directly food-related. They're not requiring willpower. They're not things that you could struggle with. And guess what? There is zero downside to them. Zero downside. Believing yourself and trusting yourself, could that ever mess your life up? No. Now, what's interesting is you may feel like they're uncomfortable in some way. You may feel like maybe there is something that could go wrong if you do this. But just really get curious about what is that? What could possibly go wrong if you, as a woman physician, who's done so many amazing things in your life, if you believed in yourself and your goals, what would go wrong? If you trusted yourself around food, what would go wrong? See what comes up for you because my guess is if there's hesitation in believing, if there's hesitation in trusting yourself, the things that are making them feel uncomfortable probably aren't actual truths. They're more like habit thoughts that you've just been programmed to think or you've carried with you for so many years. But if you bring them to the surface and you look at them, and this may be a really good thing to write down, you can look at them and decide, are they actually the thoughts you want to carry with you forward as you continue towards your goals? Or could you release these thoughts? Could you let go of them? Would they serve you better if you let go of them? Now, here's the thing with believing. You don't need permission. You do not need anybody to tell you that you can believe. But if you still feel like you need permission, here's your permission. <laughs> I'm telling you, you have permission to believe in yourself no matter what you're working on, no matter what you're trying to accomplish. You can believe in yourself, but it's actually you that gives yourself permission to believe. Even when I tell you, here's your permission slip, what actually gives you the permission is your thoughts about me telling you that you have permission. It's really interesting to notice because that opens up to so much opportunity, so many different ways that you can use this. If you recognize that it was always you that had the power to give yourself permission to believe. Same thing with trust. You get to decide 
what you want to trust yourself in. You get to decide, does not trusting yourself have any payoffs? Does it have any benefits? My guess is when you really look at it, it probably doesn't. In my experience, not trusting yourself, when I'm working with the physicians inside Stress Eating SOS, we're talking about this, not trusting yourself generally will trigger further overeating. Or definitely in the setting of binge eating, not trusting yourself is a big piece of that and it triggers further binges. To start to get a handle on it, what we work so much on inside Stress Eating SOS is really coaching around and building that trust back that's been eroded because it's so important. So you get to believe whatever you want. You have the right to modify and change your beliefs at any time. You get to trust yourself in whatever way you think is going to be helpful for you. You don't need to wait for anybody's permission. You do not need to wait for any evidence. You can choose to believe even if you don't have evidence. And if that feels hard, I want you to think back through your life about what things you have done and believed in even when you didn't have evidence. I like to think of applying to med school as a really good example, because all of us, when we applied to med school, we did not have evidence that we would actually get in. And I think back to all the work that went in before you even got to apply to med school. So think of like your MCAT. And I was talking about this inside Stress Eating SOS a little bit ago about, like, I remember I spent basically a whole summer in my parents' basement studying for the MCAT. So I worked. And then when I wasn't working, I was studying the MCAT books. And the only reason why I did that is because I had a belief that I could get into medical school. I had no evidence. Nobody in my family had ever even tried to go to medical school. I had no evidence for it. But I had a belief that I thought I could do it. And that belief carried me through. Even when I was you know, struggling with the chemistry and all that sort of stuff that I hadn't looked at for years. Same thing like all the prereqs, right? Like adding on the extra biochem that I had to add on. I did it because I believed that at the end I could, I could probably get into medical school. I had a chance of getting into medical school. If I didn't have the belief, I wouldn't have taken all those steps. I wouldn't have put all that work in. It's the same thing here. Back then I had belief but no evidence. And yet the belief carried me through to take the actions to actually reach the goal of getting in. Same thing with weight loss. You start with the belief. The evidence comes from believing and trusting. You build the evidence. The more you believe, the more you trust yourself in your journey, you build more evidence. And then it gets easier to believe. But at the beginning, you get to just decide to believe and you get to just decide to trust yourself. All right, go out there this week and just look for opportunities to believe. Look for opportunities to remind yourself that you believe. Look for opportunities to trust yourself around food and rebuild that trust that you've been missing. And then let me know how it goes. Send me an email to info at weightsolutionsforphysicians.ca. And if you are a physician who is really wanting to lose weight for the last time and you want to do it with kindness and ease, you want to find peace around food, then come join us inside Stress Eating SOS. Head on over to weightsolutionsforphysicians.ca forward slash SOS. And you can get your name on the wait list so that you're the first to know when the next group opens. All right. Thank you so much for listening, guys. We'll talk soon. Bye-bye.